What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Eminem Show. It is your hosts, Emily and Michael. What's up? Hi, everyone. We're ready for December. It's going to be a good month of good podcasts, and we're starting off strong. We're starting off strong with the topic of simple isn't easy. How true is that? This is something that hit me one day, and I was like, this can be really, it's really simple, but really profound. We often just get those two things confused. Oh, yeah. We assume if it's simple, it's going to be easy. Mm-hmm. And that couldn't be further from the truth. The simplest things are the hardest things to do. Literally. Because the thing is, I feel like when it comes to simple things, simple things are, are it applies to everything in life. Mm-hmm. Doing the simple things consistently enough is practically how you get successful in any category of your life. Literally any category. Yeah. And I think when it comes to simplicity, it's all about just, like I just said, just doing it over time. Right. And being willing to to put in the work. And that's what's hard about it is because, yes, it may be easy to do it once, but the fact of doing it for a long period of time is when it gets really, really difficult. Right. That's where the difficulty and the uneasiness comes into the picture. Like take creating like a healthy routine or like trying to eat healthy or anything like that. People are like, oh, let's like get this like gut health probiotic. Da, 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 da. And it's just like if you really just broke it down. It's really simple. We don't need to overcomplicate it. That doesn't mean it's easy. It's not easy to prioritize whole foods. It's not easy to sustain that over time because also fast food is like instantaneous. Like you can have it like that or like a pre-made meal that you just put in the oven at home. It's easier to do that, but it hurts you in the long run, right? And so it's like... Quote unquote easier, right? Yeah, quote unquote easier. And then you look down the line and... It actually wasn't easier, but, and so like thinking about like healthy routines, it's like really not that complicated and we're looking for this magic sauce, but it's really just, it's something that's really simple, but it's not easy. There's like this video that, that circulates online. It's kind of like a viral video and it's showing, um, high school boys working out in like the 1950s, 1960s, and they're doing like monkey bars and um then as they're in the video they're doing like a form of dips it's not really dips but they're like walking with their hands down like these oh yeah holes, right yeah mm-hmm. and so like a, a kind of a form of a dip um and each one of these individuals was pretty skinny but also pretty lean right and so not only really, they weren't like necessarily you didn't really find any like super big muscly dudes mm-hmm. but there was like no overweight people out of this video like zero Right. And I think what what that represents is obviously in the year 2023, going into 2024, we have the information, so much information. Right. Information overload. Right. And back in the 1950s, they didn't have all the information that we do. All the exercise routines, all the weightlifting routines, all the, you know, runs, all the, you know, all these different style of workouts and eating habits and pills you can take and pre-workouts that you can drink and post-workouts that you can drink and all these protein drinks and all these different things they didn't have these in the 1950s but if you look at these individuals they look shredded they look ripped they look healthy and it just goes to show like back like they were focused just on doing like the simple things like literally just like moving your body you know doing monkey bars (laughs) you know strengthening your grip doing the monkey bar you know doing these different walks with your hands like these things very simple simple things and they just did them 
And, you know, it gave those profound results and they looked great. But then we go to this A and we're so overloaded with information that it creates this complexity and it and it gets rid of simplicity and the the fundamentals and it just jives into this craziness of complexity and that's when it gets difficult and the izzy is out the window right and there was it, it was funny in church like it was way back when we lived in sandy like it was probably like a month or so ago that this was said but someone was talking about success in business and how it related to like like christianity of like the small and simple things and he mentioned what's interesting is people try to be really like this is the new thing this is what you're going to do to be successful in business and all these things but he was like if you really break it down we're doing the same things we've always done just doing them in different ways and the true test of being successful in business or like you can even branch that to like christianity or mental health or anything is can you do the mundane simple things day in and day out and be consistent with them and that's the question you have to ask and like Really, if and I, I I like this idea of like Christianity and like Moses's staff. It's like he just had the staff and he said, "Look, and you will be healed." And like so many people didn't look. It was almost too simple, too easy. And and I that right there puts like the epitome on how we approach things in life. It's like we're looking for the new fad diet, the new like mental health guru thing, the new insert whatever it's like we it's like really that simple like just look at the stuff just do the basic things and do them day in and day out and consistently like we've been talking about oh yeah for sure i totally agree that that we are sincerely overcomplicating so many of the things that we that we are doing and the funny thing is it's funny when we when we have these conversations um talking about looking beyond the mark and it's like you know if i was there I would definitely look at the staff, right? But then I'm like, would I? <laughs> because I always, you know, literally, like in still in our lives today, like I overcomplicate things, you overcomplicate things, we all do it. But it's like, why are we doing that? And if we could look back, read our own biblical story, right? Read our own story looking back and say, I was asked to do one thing, and that was look at the staff or insert X. I was asked to wake up early, that one thing. Or I was asked to walk for 10 minutes a day. Or I was asked to eat an apple a day, right? Just whatever it is, insert whatever. And it's like, if we could look back, are we going to be like, wow, why didn't they just look? Or why didn't I just look? Why didn't I just do that right, thing? Right. Um, and I noticed that like, we all do it. <laughs> We're all looking beyond the mark in, in different things, especially with the things we struggle with. The things we struggle with, whether it's, obesity, overweightness, whether it's mental health related things, whether it's spiritual related things, insert whatever that you struggle with, likely you're probably looking beyond the mark. Most of the time. And something that's interesting too is with my clients, we'll be talking about something and they're like, oh, I'm getting this. Like, and things are like clicking and the things are making sense. They're like, oh, like, they're like, oh, I can totally do this. And then there's a moment where we kind of like make a joke of like this is easy or simple in theory yeah like in theory i got this like if i don't have to go do anything i got this like the action of it is hard it, and it goes back to like you can't do it once right if you're combating and overcoming negative beliefs and negative thoughts and 
learning to sit in the distressing feelings of disappointing people. And you can't just do it once. You can't just go out and say, oh, I did it. But it's being able to do it consistently and you're in it for the long haul, right? I think physical things are so nice to compare it to because it's so tangible. Like if you're started to lift weights, you're not really going to see the results of lifting weights publicly for like six months down the line. Totally. It's going to be very delayed. And so that's what makes it hard is you can't do it once. You have to be consistent and do it time and time again. And same thing with like meditation. People are like, like, think about it. If I ask you, I want you to sit there and I want you to breathe. People are like, that's so hard. Like, they're, oh my gosh, it's so hard. I just don't think about anything. That's too much. That's, I can't do it. I can't do it. Breathing? No. <laughs> I can't breathe. Deep breathing? Can't do it. You're like, it, it's so funny because like, it's literally the simplest thing that people are like, oh, I just am not good at meditating. I'm like, because you don't do it. Yeah, you haven't done it. But you have to try it and you have to be consistent. Like, you're not also going to see the benefits of meditating one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, it's going to help you calm down. But, like, the true benefits of, like, gratitude, meditating, journaling, um, going to therapy, anything like that, it's not going to happen in a single instant. Yeah. It has to be done over time. And I I think that's why it is hard. Oh, yeah. And it also goes against our just our natural instincts and our natural man to kind of be a little bit more lazy, be a little bit more lenient, which is funny because we actually crave to be more engaged in doing. But we kind of are like, ah, I'll just watch the TV today instead of going for a walk. Or I'll just do, you know, you kind of justify yourself out of it. Yeah. Yeah. We justify ourselves out of it. That is so true. Last night, instead of getting on my phone, I decided I wanted to read, right? We read for about 10, 15 minutes, whatever it is. And I've justified myself out of reading before bed so many times before. And I think it's because one thing, this is this is a, a principle that we can all take home. It's one thing that I've struggled with before is that I'll commit like I'll, I'll commit to this idea of like like reading for 30 minutes before bed would be ideal. Like that would be so awesome, right? Mm. And so then I'll get try to get in this habit of like, okay, 30 minutes before bed, I'm gonna start reading and then I'm gonna read for 30 minutes and then I'm gonna be perfectly ready to go to bed and it's gonna be amazing and all these different things. And that's when the complexity comes in. I'm like, I have to do it 30 minutes. I have to do it, you know, right before bed. I have to do it this. And like, I'm inserting, making these simple things of just, hey, I just want to read more. Right. And way, making it way more complicated than it needs to be. Right. And so yesterday, literally, we read for like five, 10 minutes and then went to bed. And I slept away. I fell asleep way faster. And it just kind of hits home this principle of like, we're always trying to, even if it, especially when we're starting, we're always trying to add in and make these things way more complex than they need to be. Right. You're doing more than what you're actually capable of doing, if we're just being honest. Especially at the start. It's at the start. Like, at the start, yes. Because Long-term, like, you can yeah. do whatever. But yeah, yeah. to form a habit and to start doing, like, these relatively, quote-unquote, simple things, you have to start small. I mean, it's like, it's like so for reading, for example, like, of course, um, you know, everyone knows it's great to read. And I want to read more. I'm sure we all want to. Um, but it's something I'm still working on, so I need to start really small. Right. But then you know, substitute that for running. And I'm like way on the other side of the spectrum where I've done the small and simple things for so long that I can do a marathon a week, right? So it's just dif different things, different facets of life. Mm -hmm. And starting with something small, truly, truly small and simple, truly simple. I think, you know, could, that's what you have to start there. Right. Because that's what will build into being able to, you know, do your marathon of reading per week. Right. right. And this also 
really highlights the point here that just you have to be self-compassionate with yourself because these things are simple, not easy. Just, like just because it isn't rocket science doesn't mean you're going to be good at it right out the gate. And that you're going to be free of flaw. You're never going to make a mistake. You're going to be the one that is able to read 30 minutes before bed every day. You're working out every day. You know, it's not realistic. And so you have to give yourself some self-compassion for when the in those times where you fall short, in those times where you're not quite perfect um, or doing all the things that you would like to be doing. Just because it is simple does not mean it's easy. And so that's really important to remember. And I think the, the physics principle of like an object motion stays in motion really hits home right now because what happens is we get in motion, right? So we start reading for 30 minutes before bed every single night, seven days. And so we did for this week, we did it every single day, Monday through Sunday, we did it. Boom, we're killing. Then all of a sudden Monday, you have a super long day at work. You're super tired and it hits bed, right? And you're like, I don't have the energy to read for 30 minutes a day. And so you stop on Monday, like, okay, I'm going to read more tomorrow. And then Tuesday comes and then something comes up and you're like, oh, I can't read today. And then you just keep pushing it off and say you miss, you know, two or three days in a row. And you're just like, well, I give up. I'm in done. Mm-hmm. And I think what you, what you're hitting home right here is really when it comes down to being compassionate with yourself is truly being willing to, okay, I messed up. I didn't do it for one day, but recommitting and actually doing it again. So like this, I, I almost like going against the physics principle of like an object in motion stays in motion. But like, if I do stop, if I stop my motion, I can restart and getting in this mindset of like, even if I fail, make a mistake, don't do it. I can do it again. Like kind of getting, getting out of this mindset of like, well, I messed up. I'm giving up. It's just almost like I messed up once. Okay, I'm doing it again tomorrow. Like trying to start again. Because object in motion, even though if you stop for one, keep your object in motion in your mind, right? Keep going and trying your best to to recommit again. Right. And I, the analogy that comes to mind is like a slice of cake versus the whole cake. Just because you have a slice of cake doesn't mean you need to eat the whole cake. Just because you fell short one week doesn't mean you have to be falling short the whole year. Yes. And so you yes. can have a slice of cake without having the entirety of the cake, if that makes sense. Yes. And I think another principle that we can take home from simple things, simple things are what brings us joy in life. Okay. Emily and I had this conversation this past week that we were thinking about our relationship and what brings us joy. And we kind of had this like reflective moment of like, it's so fun doing, you know, a couple of these small things we do every night. It's what truly brings us joy. And it's like two minutes of our time, three minutes of our time where we randomly will get like super goofy or something and start laughing about something dumb. And it's like 30 seconds to like two minutes of just a joyous moment, a very, very simple, simple moment. But those over time, over the last two plus years of marriage, those times, whether it's, you know, daily or whatever it might be, those small, small and simple times are what has bring us true joy. Mm-hmm. And insert, you know, these different things, whether it's writing a note to each other, that has brought us so much joy. So simple. It's a little sticky note. Mm-hmm. Two to three sentences. And we just write each other notes. What, how much joy does that bring? Right. Very simple things to do. And we can apply. I'm sure that, the, you know, you listening here can think of the simple things in your own life that bring you immense joy. Whether it's like seeing the sunrise in the morning, mm-hmm. sunset at night, whether it's, you know, your bedtime routine, like literally these simple, simple things, I bet you can figure them out and, and you know, they're bringing you joy. Right. And I, I also think too of like a lot of the things that are just holding us back are very simple. I also think in our marriage, like a lot of the simplest things bring us the most joy and some of the simplest things 
bring us a lot of hardship, right? Or like take apologizing in like an argument or like admitting where you were wrong, right? For me, it's like, oh, I have that like element of pride and ego that like I want to be right. Right about what? I don't really know because we're in this together. But it's like the simplest thing is to just put that aside and apologize and own my part, right? Put that on the flip. It doesn't mean that's easy, right? Enjoying those small moments is really simple, but doesn't mean it's easy, right? Um, because life gets in the way. And so you have to be, I think, really intentional about nailing down these simple things. You have to be really intentional about it. Yeah, totally agree. And I think going along with this, like, this idea of simple things bringing us joy. I think like we often, especially in the world we live in with social media and this idea of almost like walking more intimately into other people's lives because we shared on social media, mm -hmm. we see so many more, you know, sides to our life. And one of the things that we see a lot is like, like someone's house. Like we always see like these day in the life videos, right? We see, come look at my new, you know, house, come look at my new, how am I decorating this thing? Or how am I, you know, my new car? And it just like, it's different things when we see like, I guess more intimately into individuals' lives. And it, and it makes us feel the need like, oh, they have like that. Like, like I should get that. Like that would bring me a lot of joy. And we start to accumulate just this stuff. Right. And our physical space becomes so cluttered. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, I, to be honest, I love decluttering. I love throwing away stuff. It's almost like a... Michael doesn't hold on to anything. I'm like, I'm out. But he didn't want to move our bed frame. And so he's like, can I? Can we just buy a new one? And I go, sure, if you want. Just breaks our bed frame. that. <laughs> so now we have to... We currently don't have a bed frame, but we need to get one. We'll get one. But the <laughs> thing is, like, I just... I don't know what it is. It's like frame. It's like, it's a... It, it releases, like, some hormone in me or something some endorphin <laughs> some happiness in me to just like be able to like throw something away because it's this idea of like letting go of unwanted space and i read this interesting article about decluttering and it brought up this this point it's called the KonMari method i think i'm pronouncing that correctly KonMari, and it's kind of going through your house item by item and asking yourself does this item bring me joy right and so i'm looking at emily stanley cup right now if Emily was to ask herself, does this Stanley cup bring me joy? She'd be like, oh, yeah, it brings me 100% joy. <laughs> Take it with me everywhere. Yeah, right? So we're going to keep that, right? Emotionals. <laughs> exactly. But then, like, you go through your house and you see, like, the freaking thing in your fridge, those jalapenos that there's, like, two left, and it's, like, this giant jar. <laughs> Why are we keeping that? Does this bring me joy? No, okay. It's bringing me stress. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually cluttering my space. Thank right? You. Or just, like, different things. Like, really asking yourself does this item bring me joy and if it doesn't like just literally get rid of it get it out of your space get it out of your life because every single thing in your life should bring you some sort of element of joy and it doesn't have to be like pure happiness joy but just like adding value adding positivity adding joy to your life i think going by item by item if you want to do that or like room by room do the things in this room bring me joy and if they don't like literally get the heck get them out of there Right. And I think about this and um, we have one car that is brand new. It's a 2023. We have another car that's a 2007. And they bring me quite one's a little bit more luxurious and like clearly can play like Bluetooth music. And so like, yeah, that's nice. But quite frankly, they bring me about an equal amount of joy. One more reliable for sure. And so we have to take it on further trips. And like it's the other car is 
we're hoping it rides out for a long time, but we'll see. But really, if I think about it, it's not like that new car brings me so much more joy than this older car. But for someone else, cars might genuinely bring them joy. And I had this um, thought come to me. We The other day, we were talking about simple things and like kind of like the riches of the world, like the brand new cars, that like this fancy house, all these things. And if you think about it, if you're in a privileged enough situation, some people are in unprivileged or less privileged situations. But for us in our circumstances, you can take like someone who's loaded, 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 and they may have the nicest car. But guess what? We also have a car. They have the nicest clothes, but we also have clothes. They have the nicest house. We also have a house, right? We have the exact same things as those really well-off people, like literally the exact same things. We may not have a private jet or something, but we can go on a flight whenever we want. We could technically do that. And so you sit there and you're like, what am I stressing out about? Why am I seeking like all these like lavish things when I have everything I need? I have an iPhone, they have an iPhone or like a smartphone, insert whatever. And it's like, it's the simple things. And so like keeping your space simple and clear and clean as something that you genuinely like and enjoy is huge. Yes, I love that point. Um, it's true. Um, when we talk about having your basic needs met, anything beyond that is not going to raise your happiness. And I think it comes down to we do things to achieve stuff mm -hmm. to achieve results but we should do things to become certain people mm -hmm. because yes i mean when i say we started this you know we got this business going say it blows up and we can buy a house with it i'm the exactly sure it's not the results and the things that we're going to be able to buy as a result of having it blow up but it is the people that we're going to become that's going to be like what we're really proud of right all the work we put in and all the, you know, the things that we've learned, that's what we're going to be really proud of, not necessarily the things that we can buy or do because we're having this business blow up, right? And then insert whatever. It, it, physical fitness, it's all about, you know, it's not about the abs that you reveal, but it's really just like the person that you're becoming, someone who lives a healthy lifestyle. Same thing with mental health related things. It's not necessarily about achieving <laughs> the overcoming of that past experience, that traumatic experience, but it's the person that you're walking into by overcoming those different things right, right. and i think too it, it, i really just want to re-emphasize simple isn't easy it's and to be kind with yourself because simple isn't easy so many times we're like beating ourselves up because we aren't doing x y and z because it's simple and simple isn't easy and also make your life easier by keeping things simple. Don't overcomplicate things. The best things in life are simple. And I mean, if you're to ask me, it's easier to do something simple than complex. Yeah. Um, and life isn't easy as a whole. Life is tough, but just keep it simple for yourself because your chances of doing something that is basic versus rocket science is much better. And so remember to be kind to yourself. Simple is not easy. That's the main takeaway. Yeah. Keep it stupid, simple, Emily says. Keep it simple, stupid, stupid. Wait, what did I say? Keep it stupid. Keep it stupid, simple. Keep it simple, stupid. 
Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> but guys, yes, with that take home, remember, life is much better when we keep it simple. Yes, and thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Peace.